Well, tonight on Rogue Padron, <laughs> some character growth. Mon Calamari are the best. Even fish don't like Imperials. And a graveyard of gentle beauty. Sounds nice. fun. It's, Sounds positive. Yeah, these chapters get very positive. <laughs> it's a little late for our Halloween episode, but you know, when have we ever been on time with anybody? It's true. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Nine standing by. Rogue Three standing by. Welcome to Mission 25, Season 7, Episode 192 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we are continuing with The Princess and the Scoundrel, Chapters 37 through 42. But before that, here is a quick reminder of your hosts. If Heath, Rogue 3, was a Disney villain song, he'd be Jafar's Prince Ali reprise because it's just Jafar dunking on Aladdin and spilling tea for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adding this to my karaoke set list. Yeah, like, speak. Oh, did you know Aladdin though? <laughs> Prince, oh, Ali Prince Ali reprise is such a deep cut to start off with the yeah. villain, Disney villain songs. Yeah. <laughs> really important to me. You're Prince Ali. I was like, no, what? No, the is the genie the villain of Aladdin? Like I maybe reprise. I can see that version, but it's the director's cut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Safford away, but Safrog Seven would be Gaston's The Mob Song because she's too good at weaving a story to mobilize people, like how the steel picker won that round of like against the crystal fox or whatever. <laughs> Storm in the castle because you know Saf said so. <laughs> I will accept that. I'll accept that. There would be a mob of at least 35 people. If Saf just said so and there was no other reasoning given. Yeah. That's true. I could convince a lot of people to do that. Wild. Ash, Rogue Nine would be be prepared from the Lion King because they regularly are singing to their dogs. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I was like, you don't know. I'm like, you absolutely do know. I do know. Don't even (laughs) I love the idea of all the hyenas being Scar's dogs. <laughs> Just Scar's dogs. <laughs> his emotional support companions. Uh, Danny Rogue Six would be Kaz trusted me from the Jungle Book because we've given Danny six years worth of blackmail material and we really just hope it's never used for anything but the lulls. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of dangerous, huh? Yeah, Got that raw mm-hmm. audio. <laughs> Which I cut so much out of on a regular basis. Okay, but you do. 
Yeah, the number of murder confessions I'm constantly cutting out of these episodes is wild. Well, don't say your crimes. Oh my god, don't tell the glisteners. (laughs) And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be Le Poissant from The Little Mermaid because I love fish, but I also really love eating fish, and that's really problematic. And let's be real, he's the real villain of the story. Not Ursula. Ursula's just doing her best. She's got a hustle. It's a hard it's life out there. Complicated moral quandary right there, yeah. Uh, speaking of complicated moral quandaries, I have a question oh, about Star Wars. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Listen, you left it wide open. I did. I did. Um, It's been a minute since we talked about Andor, so what are everybody's thoughts? I haven't watched the latest two episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Which is not, I'm okay, like three episodes to be fair, behind, I think. I want to watch them, but I'm waiting for Orbs because Orbs has been overseas. So yeah. I've been I've been good. Even though I know Saw Gerrera is in one of them, I have been good and I have behaved. But all uh, I know, I don't know anything. All I know is that Saw Gerrera was right. Yeah. Speaking of moral quandaries, he has none and he was right. I, I'm in, I am really, I am up to date. I am really enjoying the show because they're making it i mean people on people on the internet are dumb (laughs) but i appreciate that for me it feels like the show is being very very obvious when they're like hey fascism is bad the prison industrial complex is bad cyril not your baby boy (laughs) he's bad More bad than we previously thought. I had to skip a scene because I was so viscerally uncomfortable. You know the one I'm talking about. I do know the one. And I was, I, I was shocked. I was also, just like. Also, my life has been ruined because I found out a couple of days ago that the, the actress who plays, I don't know her fucking name, Imperial ISB, ISB. fascist lady. She voices Yennefer in The Witcher 3. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> So sorry to you. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, I was sitting there going like, why does she sound so familiar? It's driving me nuts. Then I looked it up and I was like, fuck. Yeah. I, I haven't I, spent much time on Twitter recently, but I could only assume that the current zeitgeist is like everyone being thirsty for Cyril and like ec- dismissing his fascist tendencies because he's cute less, and hot and less, probably redeemable a lot less than you would think actually i think yeah. it's because he's oh, not he's, he's kind of a miserable boy like he doesn't have like any particular like handsomeness like he's all right but he doesn't have like a particular are, handsomeness going for him they're know, definitely he doesn't so have like another with his mom every morning he doesn't have another um to be fair when those happen i'm kind of like oh i feel a little bit sorry for him um his mom is a like, lot he also doesn't have he also doesn't like have another like pathetic white boy for them to ship him with so there's like less of that going on you know yeah mm. yeah, yeah they're yeah, just yeah. shipping with cassian i guess <laughs> cassian does no idea who this guy is. <laughs> and that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither does the other one he has a crush on. So you know, <laughs> no idea, just whatever. Um, no, I. Yeah, so he I has was a type. Like, it's people who don't know who he is. I mean, I was straight up like sim. this. I was, I was straight up like this man is a creepy incel. Yeah, and then he was, and I and was like, he, oh yeah, god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love when the fascists are fascists. Right. I felt like yeah, with uh, um, because that's a De- huge. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was saying, like I love with with Dedra too, like and and the act. I saw an interview with the actress where she was acknowledging that like 
early on, like you kind of want to root for this character because she's an underdog in the society. But at the end of the day, like a fascist she's, is a fascist. And so like, an she still sucks. Yeah, like, the actress herself is saying this, ISB. like, I really appreciate that. Like you recognize, like it's coming from, it's coming from inside the house. The, 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 the X-Wings in history joke that we finally got blood representation is the funniest <sighs> thing that has happened in the Star Wars fandom ever. <laughs> it was so perfect. It's true. It's true though. <laughs> Um, um, we're a blonde rip and she's I really person. like that they, they have this depiction of like this lonely incel dude because that's a huge contingent of like the far right these days, yeah. Oh, and to yeah. see them actually acknowledge a guy like that, my favorite right. thing is that anyone it's who's gonna, like, that's me, then they're gonna be like, oh, that's me, yeah. <laughs> well, like, no, they will violently reject it and say it's woke nonsense or whatever. No. Yeah, I I think Cyril's writing is has been so masterful in that like we all know how much this guy fucking sucks, but I think they're the people that he is representing. I think people would be like, yeah, it is hard when you don't get recognized for like what your work is and like your family keeps griping on you and then like hopefully we'll see like huh? Oh, this is bad actually. I shouldn't see myself in this character. Um but you yeah. know, like you know, none of these guys had any modicum of self-awareness whatsoever. So, you know, they're just gonna make YouTube videos about how Star Wars is woke now and Kathleen Kennedy's probably getting fired. I mean, those videos are already been stay on my I don't know. No, I mean they're a complete fucking waste of time. Um, but yeah. I don't understand how anybody can be that angry about anything. <laughs> Not about star war um, i mean it's a great i mean it's a grift right i mean it's completely a grift they're doing it because it makes money because they pander to the same uh loser demographic of, of white dudes who get mad on the internet so yeah anyways everyone go vote the day before <sighs> this episode comes out yeah a little bit late there <laughs> go retroactively vote i guess Yikes. Um, oh boy Sometimes oh. I wish I was a shittier person so I could make that easy money, but yeah, but it's hard to be. I have morals. Bad person sometimes. Um, I, having I don't know how I'm gonna go back to Star Wars TV after the show. Honestly, like yeah, the, okay, the yeah. quality is just like so obviously like superior. Honestly, even the thought of going gone. to watch Kenobi again, I'm like, oh, I. <laughs> I think it was good. Kenobi. I know Kenobi it was good, but it's not this good. Like Kenobi has no, I know. With its pacing and like a lot of other stuff. I know like, what I meant is like out. Kenobi's the yeah. better one. Yeah, but they all stand out now after watching something, being like, "Oh, this is what we could have had the whole time." Um, also, Vel and Senta, uh, you know what? Long overdue, but real glad to have like explicit queer rep on the screen. It's great. And um, spoilers for you two for the most recent episode, mild spoilers, but the dinner conversation, the dinner table conversation was just like so spot on perfect. I was like, this is every queer person who has a family's experience ever. <laughs> it's so great. I very, I mean, I, I'm kind of impressed that they may, they put lesbians in that can't be cut out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Will they probably kiss on screen? No, but it's very overt. I'm actually very surprised baby steps right um i'm having fun i'm having fun with how to how like awful and like awful the situation andor is <laughs> i just love that you know they're portraying cassie and andor as a ally 
who just finds the 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 K's around him and puts him on a team with yeah. Cheerigan Bays and Bell and Sinta. Listen. <laughs> oh, I miss Cheerigan Bays. Anyway, yeah. Oh, uh, also Melshi. That was really cool to see. Melshi's one of the guys that that see. I wasn't that, gonna say that because it could be a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I, mean, it could be, but I, don't, I don't know who this character is you're talking about. And I've seen he's all the episodes. So. Melshi, he's, 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 uh, he's, he's Cassian's like number number two. He's in the prison with Cassian. He is oh, a one, very one of the guys in the gold. prison is from the Rogue like one. the He's part of the crew he's, that goes he's on to Scarif. Scarif. Yeah. He's he's the main one who is with Basie. He's the guy Shirley. that's like yelling on the on the phone to um yeah to Bodhi. Oh, I can't believe I almost got Bodhi's oh, name. Totally yeah, like he's 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 the number he's like the lieutenant basically. Speaking of Bodhi, I found I drove past a Bodhi Street recently near where oh. I was, and I got I lost my I lost my fucking mind. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Bodhi. I just like that we're seeing like how Cassie informs like the crew that goes to Scarif, yeah. right? Like how he. I just thought that was very cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway, everybody watch Andor. <laughs> everybody Scar- watch. Andor and be horrified at the prison industrial complex because honestly, those are better conditions than prisons in the U.S. Thumbs up. <laughs> those are better <laughs> conditions than probably prisons anywhere. Yeah, but I I don't know. Well, I know about prisons in Japan. That was one of my thesis. But anyway, gonna be also the bad here too. <laughs> yeah, but like yes, prison bad. Um, as in they're inhumane and we shouldn't be sending people there. Anyway. Let's go back on our honeymoon. <laughs> Rogue Padrid always has a moral, a moral lesson. Yeah, like we really do. Just like any other kids' show, we always have a moral lesson at the end. Yeah, yeah. Sailor Moon says, <laughs> "Abolish prisons." <laughs> um, she would. She would though. Okay, Han was correct that Yens could find some way to not take them to the old palace ruins or the Black Tower. They went to the Proust tables, Proust stables, not Proust tables, Proust stables, and an ice sculpture gallery instead, which I think is better, honestly. He wants to show off the art. He loves the art. He loves the art. <laughs> and also, I bet there were a bunch of ice sculptures that were also sculpted to Leia, please help. Right. <laughs> there is a type of art sculpture where people travel around uh Madors to dip like a, a base structure in various waters because it freezes it in different colors and like that is fucking rad i would show that off like yens is right their art is cool <laughs> yeah no wonder yens is so obsessed with it that's fucking yeah. sick uh leia is drawn to a piece that reminds han of a star map and it is indeed called the broken galaxy and depicts the core worlds to wild space which feels really on the nose um uh the the docent of the gallery nandi shows everyone a piece that includes a pendulum that scrapes away at the ice but a built-in heater melts the scratches away to reform the whole piece the art is not static leia hates this um because the sculpture is weaker now the layer of ice not scratched but thinned every time and nandi says that's the point of this art leia shut the fuck up no wonder yins is sick of this lady yeah like like, she's like actually actually the reason for the sculpture makes it worse yeah, actually, your art is wrong, and Han is just like, of course, Leia is arguing about this. Meaning, has, 
<laughs> meaning has no meaning. Why isn't it pretty? Why does it move? I don't like it. It's art, Leia. <laughs> Anna's like, Christ. does this Even... museum have a hands-on interactive section somewhere? Like, <laughs> Yeah, just we got to go. <laughs> So they head back to the guest houses, and even though they didn't get to investigate, they still had a good time. Maybe because they're on a fucking honeymoon and they did actual fun activities. <laughs> uh, Leia then dresses for the banquet, and I just wanted to read this out loud because it was a really nice description. Leia dressed for the banquet that night, choosing a, a slinky, drop-waisted gown of deep indigo that was the same color as the ice painting she admired earlier. When she moved, the material shifted in color, flashing dark purple and shifting to gold highlights. Ribbons of prismatic crystals hung on gold chain formed the sleeves, leaving the rest of her arms exposed. She paired the dress with a long, ropey strand of ver-silk pearls harvested from the oceanic world ray, and she loosened her hair into similar loopy braids that went halfway down her back before being tucked back into a gold band around her head. Han liked the effect and made her look good, but also made him think about how amazing it would be at the end of the day when he helped take her, helped her take those braids down. Han didn't change clothes. I appreciate Han being like, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> Han. Han said no. Han is absolutely, have you ever met a guy that's like, it's like a well-off older guy, but he still drives a shitty pickup truck and wears t-shirts with holes in it because, you know, they're still good. Me, basically. I've just yeah, realized. I All four of the other Rogue Pod hosts like staring and blinking. And you know, like, do you want to tell him? I'm wearing a bleach stained t-shirt. <laughs> and your death trap truck. There's nothing wrong with the shirt or the truck. The truck still drives. Mm, that's not the definition that of being good. That doesn't make it not a death trap. <laughs> In fact, that maybe makes it more a death trap. Yeah, because then you actually get into it and use it. That's how it traps you. On seeing this, this and then not getting dressed is the epitome of that. I ain't <laughs> reading all that. I'm happy for you, though. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate it. God. Oh, Han. He could brush up real good if only he actually tried. Literally, this is just, I had so many flashbacks to going out with my exes oh no <laughs> like, we're all just dudes who worked at microsoft and just like i got dressed up i'm looking real cute and oh and he's a, wearing a hoodie and jeans not even a hoodie it's just a t-shirt it's a nerd t-shirt it's and like that it's that shorts yeah you see that green, microsoft that green zelda t-shirt <laughs> god don't <laughs> I had that I had shirt. Sort of, um, I that had or the red Millennium Falcon shirt. Don't. I had that shirt and wore it for years. I wore it until I got paint on it. Oh, but did it get holes in it? It was still good. Well, it was, it was paint. I was shirt. Say, how did that stop you? It just became a paint shirt. Oh, oh boy. Fair. Well, okay. Han doesn't talk. There's been a lot there. of there's been a lot of things in my life lately where I'm like, the signs that I'm not a woman were really. <laughs> they were there. Yeah. They were there. Every trans person I've ever met is the world's shittiest detective, you know? <laughs> We're not good at looking at clues, putting together the pieces. No, much like detectives. Ayo! Anyway, um, Han doesn't... Just saying. 
Han doesn't talk during dinner. It reminds him too much of Bespin, even though he admits that Jens isn't like trying that hard to hide the truth that something hinky's going on. And Han thinks to himself in a moment of, I don't know, paying attention. It had been as if he'd stood under the surveillance droid on purpose so that they would notice it. He had taken them to see the art where the black metal broke native ice. Earlier that day, he set the route for the Pruces when they had first landed. Jens was not a subtle man. He could have had the shuttle land to the east on an open field away from the spaceport. He could have told the drivers to swoop south, but instead they'd gone just close enough to the strange black tower that it could have been an accident that they'd seen it. Han was beginning to think that it wasn't. (laughs) These accidents of seeing things the prime minister seemingly didn't want them to see no longer felt like accidents. And even if Jens kept insisting that they shouldn't look or question too much, it no longer seemed as if he truly wanted to avert their gazes. I swear to fucking God. I swear to God. He's so close to to seeing the Leia help me painted on the (laughs) wall behind Prime Minister Jens. God. Han is actually really pulling the weight in this story. <laughs> uh, but then he has I have a to moment. say, it really upsets me that the plural of Pruce is Pruces. Yeah. Because it should just what be. What would you Pruce. want it to be? It should just be Pruce. Priest. 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 Oh. Priest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, how the plural of Moose is Meese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Han is doing really good until he has a moment of panic. And then drops his fork, thinking about Vader waiting for them at the dinner table on Cloud City. But he doesn't care about Leia's bloodline. He doesn't. He doesn't care about that at all. (laughs) She takes his hand under the table and Han looks at her. She can tell something is wrong. For a moment, he wonders if that's the force. But then he realizes that it wasn't that. She's just able to read him better because she loves him. She's like, man, why does my friend look like shit? Could it be the force? <laughs> my Sorry, my husband. <laughs> no, but that's 100% exactly how Leia would think about it. On there, honey. My friend Han. <laughs> this is my friend. This is my plus one, Han. Huh? Yeah, so we I could tell how my husband is feeling by looking at it. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> Han tries to say that he's just tired, but Leia excuses them from the dinner early. Han thinks about how Leia thought he was going to leave her and not come back. He would always come back for her. On the walk back to their guest cubes, Han study, continues to study Leia, how she can be so many things to so many people, but still just be one person. Han knows that he has to love all of her or none of her. He doesn't know if he could ever let go of the fear and rage that Vader caused him, but he can separate those feelings from Leia. Only he is allowed to see all sides of her, the strong warrior, the savvy politician, the gracious leader. She was always whole in front of him. He chooses to love all of her. Leia thanks Han for convincing her to leave the banquet early, even though Han didn't say anything. But now it's Leia who wants to get to bed early. So finally, finally, this feels like a honeymoon day that they had. I'm so happy for Han. I'm so happy for Han. (laughs) Finally got to go to bed. (laughs) Yep. Hope he enjoys it because this ain't going to be a common occurrence in this marriage, Han Solo. No, it's also not from things go down tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, In the morning, neither of them want to go skim blading, a.k.a. ice skating. 
<laughs> but they're gonna go anyway. Just say ice skating. You can just say ice skating. No, it's they're going fine. skin blading. <laughs> no, I'm talking to Star Wars, not you. <laughs> no, spice spade, spice no. skating. No, <laughs> no spice. Is that sounds thing. like drugs. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a drug thing. <laughs> Spice skimming is definitely something somebody in a bar has tried to get me to do at one point. Yeah, like it's not good. Wait, oh, you've met Elon Lee's back at home? Yeah, he's been to a few of my shows. He, he's the one who threw the bottle at me. Oh, God. I mean, that checks would. out. He did not, in fact, go home and rethink his life. No, no. he never does. Uh, Leia asks Han. He never does. As if Obi-Wan is going into that bar every other day to be like, God damn it, go home and rethink your life. (laughs) He does. Leia asks Han if they could take a sled and Han is like, yeah, we could definitely steal one right now, but we'd be seen for sure. And Leia rolls her eyes because he knows what she meant. And she goes up to Jens and asks if she can borrow a sled because she's on her honeymoon and wants to hang out with her hubby instead of like being around all these kids. And like, Leia, you piece of shit. How dare you? <laughs> you don't actually want to hang out with your hubby. <laughs> don't don't use this as an excuse to get what you want now. Don't lie to Jens. Yeah. But then Jens And offers- Han. <laughs> <laughs> and like, oh, your husband. You you wanna if we're doing a romance? Oh, we're not doing look romance. if we're if we're gonna get Leia's attention, we're gonna go and order a priority here for her, which is the diplomatic relationship, everybody else, yeah. then husband. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Han is in for a time. Han's get- Leia's guest. <laughs> he's so excited about sharing a sled with her. She comes back with the games. He's like, fuck's sake. Fuck. Again. We could just my friend Han, aside. would you like to join us? <laughs> you what? <laughs> Oh boy. Jens offers to drive them around himself. And it's like a very obvious conversation that they have that like this is there's an ulterior motive here. Jens drives them out into the barren ice fields, and once they're definitely alone, he brings them to a stop. He says they had to build the shuttle platform so far away from the palaces because Medors is a water world. If pollution gets into the water, there's really no way to stop it from spreading and slowly poisoning the planet. When the em- fine. Yeah, it's totally <laughs> fine. When the Empire first contacted them, Jens was like, what do they want with art? And it turns out, not a damn thing. Uh, Leia, I don't know why I just wrote Leia there. <laughs> Leia. <laughs> She's probably annoying me. Um, he continues to drive the Proust over to the broken palaces, and it's clear now that this destruction was new and not because art is temporary. Jens tells them that it's not safe beyond this point, and it's not a ploy, but the Black Tower has caused more ice quakes there. Jens says, you say the Empire has fallen? And it sounds more like a question than a comment. Leia then realizes that however they had brought the space station down, they sacrificed this town to do it. She, of all people, should know that a small group with enough conviction could destroy something of the Empire's. She should be appreciating Madors' effort, not question it. Leia says that the Empire is as fallen as that space station, which is, as we Girl. find out, as we find out soon, is not a good answer. <laughs> um, I mean, you don't even have to find anything out more to just know that that's it's not, not a good answer. That's not a good thing to say. Uh, yeah, especially when he's like. Hey, you know how our waters are being poisoned slowly <laughs> by the tower? Remember um, all those, those ice quakes that keep happening? Right. 
but don't worry, the Empire's just as fallen. And it's like, mm, no. Uh, Jens checks his watch, not a chronometer. So fucking stupid. And tells them that it's time to go. Hana's snarky about it, but then bam, ice quake. And Hana almost falls out of the carriage. But surprise, the ice quakes are happening on a schedule because of the tower. The quake spooks the Pruce, and it takes off back toward the skimblading area and cannot be calmed. Thankfully, the other Pruce handlers are there and are able to disrupt the, to disrupt the sled and restrain the Pruce to calm them. Lan Han and everyone is okay, and Yen's remarks that it's dangerous to get too close to the Empire. <laughs> yeah, it's also dangerous to have a spooked Pruce. Uh, Han knows that they're going to have to figure great, this. Great band, by the way. Spooked Pruce? Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's really hard to say. That, that's, that's, band name. That's, that's part of the appeal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't they know play like a, they play like acid, ba- uh, acid yep. jazz, or really niche. Rock. Yeah, yeah. They don't want you to listen to them. No, hang is on. Acid jazz real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Acid jazz is from, real. It's very I'm real. Look that up later. Um, Sometimes we call it jazzed for short. No, we do not. We do not. <laughs> we do not. Call sorry, it sorry. That. Ass jazz. <laughs> no. That's no, a that's more a accurate. Kind of dis- that's a more accurate description of what acid jazz sounds sounds like. like. Yeah, I bet. Um. Oof. Okay. Han knows they're gonna have to figure this all out themselves. He tells Yens that he and Lai have to go grab something from the shuttle, and Yens is just like, "Whatever." He's really tired of dealing with them. <laughs> They take off on foot for a romantic afternoon stroll on the ice. They get to the spaceport, but the shuttle is locked because why would you not lock shuttle? And Leia teases Han about how he should know how to break in. And Han puts on a really good act like he's hurt by her insinuation of him being some kind of petty criminal. But he's really just using a code breaker to open it. So (laughs) isn't he... Han goes into the emergency supply crates and pulls out spare breathers and vests with thermal discs, ones that would be used if they had to bail out in space. Han teases Leia about skinny dipping, but she does undress until she's just in a bodysuit. Han apparently only has one set of clothes, and Leia's like, well, at least they'll be halfway to washed. Once again, not changing. Nope. (laughs) Is this, is he swimming in his fucking vest yeah pants leather boots combo what the fuck Han? he's trash <laughs> um, he really uh, was like i want to spend my hotel room in my in my bedroom and naked. nowhere else <laughs> yeah um oh what was it oh and we also find out that the wedding jacket that he wore was not was not Alderanian. Lando just wanted to make sure Han actually looked nice. So Leia's like, good job, Lando. <laughs> that is a sneaky man. I love that. It's such a Lando Lando, Lando knows him, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Lando's like, it's Alderanian. It's for Leia. Here, you big, for fucking, Leia. you big fucking sap. Wear a nice jacket for your wife. <laughs> right. You won't let me wash your hair. So like, come on. They head out to where the last quake broke the ice. Good thing, Leia says, as if they almost didn't die and also get all those kids killed. <laughs> Good thing. They did keep an eye out for mechanical surveillance because although everyone probably died in the tower crash, the space station was still operating at some level. 
They find a break in the ice that's big enough for them to get through, and Leia doesn't hesitate to jump in. Han loves that about her, and loves that she knows that he will follow. Han, you're such a fucking sap. He loves his wife. They're in love. Are they? I mean, <laughs> One of them is the, in love. Does seem to be the thesis of this book. Yeah. Uh, it's cold, but the thermal discs are enough to keep Leia warm as long as they keep moving. She watches Han as Han jumps in and then notices the panic on his face. Panic? That's not right for Han. Oh, shit, carbon freeze. <laughs> Something that was very cold and not quick and not painless. <laughs> nobody thought about that one nobody <laughs> thought about it god these are disasters i don't uh, like how han continues to be consistently relatable to me in this book it, it feels like a personal attack yeah it is <laughs> and as much as as much as things are being catered to me they are attacking you <laughs> Uh, Leia I honestly over. came here for some fluff, but I'm mm. honestly feeling so attacked right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of courtship is that it's so insane that it's hard to relate to any character. Yeah, I don't really, <laughs> no, no character is relatable. Uh, <laughs> Leia swims over to grab Han's hands until he settles back down into the now. As they swim closer, the water does get warmer, as warmer as very, very cold water gets. It still makes sense that something is going off within the space station. And if they could find a way in, then maybe they could stop whatever it was. And then Jens could believe that she was trying to help and not exploit them. I think he already believes that, which is why he's trying to communicate with you, Leia. Yeah. And it's still, the problem is it also still feels like exploitation. (laughs) It it kind of is exploitation still. Yeah. Like she's still trying to be like, look, I did this good thing for you so now you can trust us right and it's like that's not thank you for deactivating the thing that's making the ice quakes but i don't owe you that's just the right thing to do you just you just want my stuff yeah um as they swim closer there are long nose spike eels and maybe far away there's a shadow of an edont or a many tooth sock hill but most importantly climate change is bad (laughs) y'all Climate change real bad. Climate change is real bad. I have a question about this conium. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like it's a whole thing that conium is important for like a lot of big ships and stuff. Uh, it seems like Medors hasn't actually been giving anybody conium for quite a long time. They, yeah, they don't so, seem to have been exporting it. So where the fuck have they been getting it and why are they focusing so much on Medors? No other, no, they're, none of the ships are currently using carnium but they could be using carnium instead of tabana gas which the empire has con- more control of and so carnium is a alternative fuel source that they're trying to be able to export and use for oh, ships great. rather than gas rather than so they'll, they'll be pulling it out at like ship levels yep i i think yens should just kick these people off yeah honestly. i think yens, fuck is, off. yens is right protect your, protect your art ice planet just don't let these people be here right um because they would also have to set up an intrusive mining facility so how is that better than what the empire was doing great question great question uh suddenly han grabs leia's arm and jerks her away there's a security monitor along the perimeter but why monitor a broken space station? Surprise again. It's very not broken. 
and there are a bunch of dudes being villains inside. So everything Jens has said about the station being defunct and shot down is a lie, but I also don't really blame him. And Leia realizes that the purpose of the station is to drill, and they must have willingly gone down into the ice to dig out the carnium. What a shock. Right. And that, oh, it's causing the ice quakes. So maybe mining a whole bunch of carnium isn't good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Leo really this needs... Is Le- you know you know how some people have just never been punched in the face? Yeah. Leia's been like through a lot, but I don't think everyone's ever, and anyone's ever said to her, you're being an asshole and punched her in the face. I feel like maybe she deserves that. <laughs> just a I little think- punch. Just one. I mean, I think all... No matter how good you are as a as a royal person, probably still need to get punched in the face at least once. I feel like everybody needs to get punched in the face at least once for some perspective. <laughs> you know what? Weirdly, I feel like the right person for that job is Soren Kays. Oh. <laughs> he knows how to say the right thing to he make does. you doubt yourself. Designated face puncher Soren Kays. Yeah. I think yeah. he would be the right person for the job here. I think... Yeah, I think Sav, please change your Twitter name to designated face puncher Soren Keys. (laughs) You can't do that anymore. Elon Musk will charge you. (laughs) Yeah, no, I can't impersonate Soren Keys. No. (laughs) Your your account will be immediately suspended. Oh, but the Yadis. (laughs) Oh, boy. Han thinks that. We need to start a new social media platform. Um, and I don't know. I just think Yadiz is a really good name that's not getting used for enough things. So <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> you want to name Yadiz? You want to name? You want to name a social media platform Yadiz? Yeah, Yadiz nuts. Really? Yeah, it was yes. right mm-hmm. there. Yes. Yeah. Every single every single tweet or whatever on the platform is gonna be it's nuts. just gonna be nuts. <laughs> well, that's what the the equivalent of tweet it was called a nut. So we like get ahead of it, you know. <laughs> so it's like come share your nuts on Yadiz. You re <laughs> Yeah, nuts that I love more than nutting on your deeds. Yeah, I'm just like it re nuts. Everyone is like, you can upnut it down. Images that's just like the karate chopping of like the button and it just says nut and it's just. <laughs> you know, so long as you've got your private nuts turned off, like it's usually pretty chill. Woo! <laughs> Even if I roll nuts. yeah you want to get that checked out i think that's chlamydia i don't know though (laughs) that that would be a good name for a social media platform chlamydia (laughs) (laughs) danny's not allowed any new words yeah (laughs) i don't know if danny i love posting my nuts on chlamydia no no yeah no do you want to do you want to clap back i know that's actually good (laughs) (laughs) remember to like comment and clap back (laughs) oh no that was a good payoff actually i'll give you that (laughs) (laughs) mute danny real fast (laughs) wow that sucks really sucks <laughs> good, good, good job daddy I, I, feel like, I feel like we collectively broke meg on that one yay Shots. team 
Oh, it's the first time I've ever been muted too, which like has been more than a long time coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> shocked. God. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Han thinks it's truly a miracle that nobody saw them because they were floating like right at eye level with the bridge. The core blaster is charging up and Han doesn't know what exactly that does, but the safest thing is probably to cling to the station like a Minoc. The cord laser goes off and the station bounces a little bit, but all of the charges changes are making the thermal vests go haywire and oh, Carabast, it is getting really hot in here. There is no ice above them because the station is basically a rod of hot metal melting into the core of Medoras. Are they going to rod of hot metal? Yep. Lightsaber in the door. Like Palpatine's galaxy gun. So are they going <laughs> to risk swimming out or stick through it? Han can feel a different sort of vibration through the metal of the station and realizes they're using some kind of tractor beam slash gravity manipulation technology to stay in place. Han figures out that they're going to fire again and he grabs Leia, protecting her from the painful shocks of the ice quake that feel way worse than anything he's joked about Chewie doing. Yeah. Which maybe. means he has personal experience getting his ass kicked by Chewie. He does. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen it. It happens in Solo, a Star Wars movie featuring Hansel. <laughs> Solo, a Star Wars movie. It was, in fact. <laughs> it was, in fact, a Star Wars movie. It was, in fact, a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. Well, it, it exists. Uh, it's really fucked up to see solid, thick sheets of ice being broken and shifted like they were delicate fabric rather than sturdy foundation. Again, climate change is real, y'all. <laughs> the quake ends abruptly, and he and Leia watch in horror as thousands of dead, silvery fish mixed with rock and coral start to float up from the seabed. Han grabs a thin red tendril swirling through the water, carnium. A hatch opens and we little submersion, submersion droids are sent out to collect the metal. They wouldn't detect Han and Leia, but it's still time to go. This is all bad. <laughs> this is all really bad. Uh, Leia and Han emerge and manage to pull themselves out of the water onto the snowy ice. They sit there, soaked and cold and silent, because there's really nothing left to say. The Empire has been trying to take their power back by controlling energy sources, and they wouldn't care about destroying Madors over it. Han remarks that the core of the moon won't be able to withstand more frequent and constant blasts. Leia agrees, but what is she supposed to do? Leia stared down at her hands in her lap. She was so tired, so deeply tired of it all. Every victory was met with more loss, more fight. Every attempt she made to do more, be more, was undermined by a callous universe that seemed to revel in watching her struggle. And she tried and she tried so hard not to hold on to hope, not just for herself, but for the whole galaxy. And what she and what did she have to show for it? Leia sucked in a hard breath. Her ring, which had been slowly unraveling, was gone. The amber ring made of vine and blessed by the Ewok elders, the ring that symbolized her marriage, gone. Oof. Yes. Oof. Don't like that. Uh not to not to be, you know, too not to be too last week tonight about this, but wow, that paragraph sure reminded me of some stuff we're going through currently. 
<laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, <laughs> fine. Uh, Leia knows that the organic ring wasn't the friends going to... we made along the way. Leia knows the friends. I mean, that's really all we got at this point. <laughs> Maybe she'll learn to appreciate Han by the end of this book. That's cute. Um, Leia knows. <laughs> no, she she appreciates Han. She just forgets him. Her friend she Han, gets, you know. She gets so stuck in the details that she misses that she forgets about the larger picture, and the larger picture is Han. Um, so Han Leia knows a very large picture. Yeah, Leia knows that the organic ring wasn't going to last, but it doesn't make it hurt any less. She's still sacrificing what's important to her. She makes a fist and hides the place where her ring should be. <laughs> and that's... Finger guns. That's the going, end of that. It's all going to be great. fine. Going Everything great. is going so well. Do you remember when Leia, like held up her hand to see how she was breaking her ring and Han just held it because he was like, ooh, free hand. I was <laughs> just thinking about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Han sees her make a fist and is like, ooh, fist bump. Ooh, yeah. He just just, just holds it's for, it. It's, puts his hand. It. He sees a hand. Free real estate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. I just... I... Uh, I also like the acknowledgement in this book that Han has also been through some shit. I think people talk a lot about Leia and like being tortured by an Imperial droid. Han right. was also tortured in Empire. Yeah. There's that scene that cuts away and you just hear Harrison Ford screaming and it's pretty yeah. horrific. They right. froze his ass. In the carpet, like, right. Like, <laughs> I know, but they tortured him and then froze his ass. Right. And yeah. like, we we don't bad. it's bad like we know han han we know han's had a rough life like it's there's not... that scene in head part where he walks in he like collapses into leia and he's like they they didn't even tell me what they wanted because <laughs> like, that wasn't the point it was the point was to yeah. torture him it's just to make him upset so luke could feel it through the force fucked up <laughs> it's really fucked up really fucked up hey yeah, the, the empire, empire? bad <laughs> In case you forgot, in case the Empire forget. is bad. <laughs> tell me, tell me, Empire stands. What about it is good to you? <laughs> I don't get it. Stormtrooper helmets cool? No. <laughs> Ugh. Should we do some listener questions? Yeah, let's do it. Last week, we asked what would be your emotional support companion if you lived in Star Wars. And I appreciated a little Minoc reference in this week's reading. Because mm-hmm. that's my emotional that's support that's creature. That's what I, I thought, thought of that. As soon as we heard the Minoc, like, oh, I was like, oh, it's friend. <laughs> so I spent all week dreading this moment uh, when I have to commit. But I think that I have discovered the perfect answer to this question. Um. And my emotional support companion, if I lived in Star Wars, would be a miniature mudhorn. Do they come? Do they come in miniature? They... Yes, they do now. Yes, they do now because <laughs> I like this answer. I I want a, a mythosaur. I want an emotional support mythosaur. 
We don't even know what they look like. They just we sound don't. cool. I was going to say, do we know what they look like? No, we don't. <laughs> or a little baby rancor. I'll take a baby rancor too. You know, oh, I've got rancor. a, I've got, I've got two bully breeds. So I'm known for taking on difficult dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and what is a rancor if not a difficult dog? As long as we can modify the size of our emotional support creature, I want a minor. No, hang on now. You all already locked in your answers last week. I was really going to pass on this. I don't think you all get to re- revise your answers now this week. What is this? I'm not changing my, I don't want to change my answer. My answer is fine. My answer is perfect. Yeah, my answer was right. So like, I don't know. That's true. Uh, listener Danny said, I would love an emotional support Bantha. Big, furry, and probably very expensive to care for, but you know they'd be the coziest campfire companion. What? Boba Fett agrees. You know, Bantha. <laughs> Jay said, my emotional support companion would have to be Goldie, the bejeweled golden tuka pet of Corsanti aristocrat Alinka Alu from Chewbacca and the Forest of Fear. You know, Chewbacca and the Forest... I was like, oh, Jay's doing his Jay thing, but then I was like, oh, Jay's pandering hard here. Chewbacca and the Forest of Fear is an amazing book. It's a really great book, honestly. It's great. Everybody, should, it's middle grade, but it it's wasn't, fantastic. It wasn't a forest of fear before, and then Chewbacca came in, and suddenly everyone was afraid. Which is wild, because Chewie is just... Man, the new characters in that book are great. Okay. Everybody go read Chewbacca in the forest. Of oh, there's a cute Tuka, yeah. It's a good book. It's got <laughs> little it's jewels cute... on its head. Of course, of course Jay would want that. It's, got, it's got fucking jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> it's fancy. Ben Warman said my Star Wars emotional support companion would be a Vault Dex. No idea what the process of grooming one would be like, but at least I wouldn't have to worry about allergies. Plus, groups of them are called skulks. I don't think you yeah. I, I think it's just polishing them. Yeah, you've got to get but... you've got to get a fucking buffer and just <laughs> keep them <laughs> shiny. Are really the poodles of Star Wars? They are really pretty, yeah, though. The hypoallergenic yeah, so alternative. And it also sounds like Vulpix, so I've always liked that. Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I'm like, ooh, Vulpix. Okay, no, that's Vulpix. one of the reasons why I don't like them, because the name is too similar. <laughs> I like the Alolan Vulpixes. They are like Alolan Vulpixes. That's my problem with them. <laughs> Dylan said, still unsure if the emotional support companion is supposed to be a person you're spending time with or a therapy critter. If a critter... I can already see where this is going. <laughs> well, if Night Brothers can befriend Dathomir cavern spiders, then so can I. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I can. Yeah. If a person, I would like to be Dex's emotional support companion, please. Okay, yes. we asked what your support companion, not <laughs> yeah. you acting You're not volunteering to be someone <laughs> <laughs> That's such a Dylan move. <laughs> Graham said Fufu, which is what? A, an Ewok major in the Empire before the Battle of Yavin, whose <laughs> appearance was apparently going to be in that ill-fated show, Star Wars Detours. Oh, Detours. Oh, that is a cute going little guy. to be an, an Empire Ewok named Fufu. No, Fufu was undercover. No Ewok would willingly work for the Empire. I was going to say, an Imperial Ewok, that's not that's, that's not true, a thing. Yeah. No way. Fufu was undercover. <laughs> X-Wings in History said, an Ewok, but not in the shitty emotional support Ewok kind of way. An Ewok therapist would be thorough and analytical in helping me work through problems. 
but would correctly evaluate when it was time to kill, eat, and make musical instruments out of the remains of an enemy. True. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's very true. Remember when we talked about revenge and <laughs> go to therapist, get revenge? It's the same I like thing. to imagine that like Ewoks have like a communication device that they carry around with them, but it literally just has three options that they point to <laughs> kill, eat, or make musical instruments out of the remains of an enemy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> those are the, those are the, the bottom of, was it Maslow's hierarchy of needs or whatever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the bottom tier. It's like, eat, it's in like the eat, pray, love script. <laughs> now I just, now I just thought about the scene of the, the Ewok hugging Han's leg. And that was a very nice mental image. It is. <laughs> Why well, he's hugging Leia. <laughs> yeah, also Wicket's here. Come on. <laughs> I want to be occluded. <laughs> I'm your first child. Dinner leader said a mouse droid. It wouldn't need to do anything in particular. I just feel like I'd feel emotionally supported if there was a mouse droid around doing mouse droid stuff. I agree wow. with this. A rare dinner leader sighting. I don't think I know. It was so exciting. Fuck. (laughs) It's because we tweeted it. Oh, yeah. God damn it, Dinner Leader. I mean, I'm going to say he's right. Why is he still on that hell site? (laughs) I can't judge anyone for being on there. Yeah. Sarah said BB-8, but pink. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Anna said probably a little robot dude that makes beeping sounds. (laughs) A BB-8. <laughs> <laughs> Big has never actually seen Star Wars. And this response. And yet, it's so right about what's going It's accurate, yeah. It's so perfect. Oh my gosh, I love it. Dadcore Deathcore said, this is my emotional support wedge. Oh. Hey, I have an emotional support wedge. Not he in the same way. Wedge can't support you. Don't put any more on support. Wedge, Don't put any more on his like, plate. 24 children to deal with. 24 adult children to deal with. Wedge needs someone to sign up to be his support companion. That's what he needs. Wiz thinks that he is, but no. 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 It's not. No. Tycho thinks that he is, but no. No. You both still just cause Wedge more problems. <laughs> if there was an ever ever a Star Wars character that was gonna fucking snap. It's Wedge Tilly's. They're all worried about the kids going to the dark side and all that shit. It... <laughs> um, I'm going to do next celebration that I go to in person. Uh, if that is the thing that ever happens again, <laughs> I'm going to cosplay Wedge by just wearing a t-shirt that says I've got 99 problems and Wiz Jensen is 98 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I would wear that on a tank top to the gym is all I'm saying, which yeah. is the highest I can't. I can't wear that because I am the Wiz Jensen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the way. Actually, what we, we should just make a Rogue Potter t-shirt My that shirt... says I got 99 problems and Jizz Wisconsin is 98 of them. <laughs> I gotta wear, I gotta wear, I gotta wear the shirt that says I am the 98 problems. <laughs> <laughs> what, it, what, I mean, what are we if not uh, the Wiz Jensen to Meg's Wiz Gentiles? <laughs> That <laughs> Lord Hester said, I don't know shit about Star Wars, but I want a Chewbacca. I respect that. <laughs> Why are you following Rogue Potter? I think if this I was the moment me, I knew okay. our question had left our circle. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> why I have my friends on it now. 
Oof. The abyss of the closed eye said <laughs> an astronaut <laughs> unit. But yeah, I just that was a copy paste oh. and I double checked it. That's a great, that's a great name. <laughs> An astromech unit or a protocol droid. Fixing shit and translating human garbage I don't understand. Yeah. Is this just Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Could be. Melissa said I'd have a worn skirt named Style. He wouldn't be any help while I'm having an emotional breakdown, but at least I'd have style. I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm looking this guy up. Oh, oh, it's a weird freak. I uh, love it's a weird skirt. freak. It's a weird freak. <laughs> Coming from the one who lives in the country yeah. where all the weird freak animals are from. Hey, I love Twilight. We said the weird freak birds. That's a fucking displacer beast from Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> That is a that's a fucked up dog is what that is. That's fucked up dog. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that probably wouldn't help emotionally, um, but at least you would have one. Talon Card has two of those. Oh, of course he does. He would. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm remembering that from yeah Air to from the Empire yeah, yeah yeah. He's got he's got them dogs. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This Get a load of that our dog. circle with people giving us all these references to things that we obviously are never gonna know. <laughs> I know like, like Star Wars Legends books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know her. <laughs> the fuck is Lost Wolf seventy seven said Clink. Just look at the little guy. Oh, oh my god, he is Clink oh is my very god. cute. An astromech who fixes other droids. Is that right? He is just the yeah, little he's guy. He's got little arms and legs. He's, he's got just a little, little maintenance droid. Little this article is classified as a droid stub. <laughs> oh, oh, the so complete cute. the complete opposite of that astro the beefy astromech with arms of the mandalorian yeah. <laughs> oh I my god yeah oh why was i that do too answer? i'm just saying that this guy's is, hot the vibes the are different i won't say that but the vibes are different <laughs> adam ashford said a porg who sits on my shoulders i feel like that's Perfect. good as long as it doesn't see my steel picker <laughs> or my steel picker doesn't see it is the seal pecker gonna eat I the pork? I showed you, I I showed you my it steel might. pecker. Please respond. <laughs> if I had an emotional support steel pecker, I would genuinely send that to people all the time. Look, I'm just saying a pork would fit in that steel pecker beak very easily. Oh no! Now now I'm imagining basically a steel pecker trying to like capybara <laughs> you know when those like storks try to like eat the capybaras <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like a steel pecker trying to do it to like a hoppa boar just like trying trying try so hard and, and the, the, the is, fucking bleeding all over the place unbothered <laughs> can't get through those hides like whatever <laughs> yeah that beak is made for like slamming against steel not actually biting through things no <laughs> Apparently, because that's what they do is they just fucking <laughs> smash it against smash it. Clank, clank. <laughs> Bop it. And finally, Brooke said, one of those Bamar monk guys because they have brains in jars and I sure could use a brain right now. I looked this up. This is fucking horrifying. <laughs> yeah, so it's not horrifying. Like it. I'm gonna but look. that is a really funny answer. It was uh, not what I was expecting when I heard the, the word Bormar monk. Yeah. Ooh. That sounds right. They're the book of Boba Fett guys, right? Oh yeah. no, I hate they these guys. These spiders. 
Yeah, the freaking these, spiders with these brains are the in a jar. These yeah, are the characters the I made worse from, from Java. They're palace. from dudes. They're just from guys. Just, just some guys. They're just yeah. some guys. Like, their whole thing is their whole thing is that they're like, we must remove ourselves from physical sensations. So they put their brains in these jars. Why the spiders? Oh, it's their though? jars. Yeah, it's their jars. Yeah. They're putting their own brains in these jars. Oh, so it's not some guys. It's a spider's brain. Yeah, jar. but those are some guys. Well, no, it's some guys. spiders or some guys. It was some organic spiders. Yeah, they're droids. Oh, they're droid spiders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fun apparently, older, apparently, older monks use four-legged ones, and younger monks use six-legged ones. I gotta go fast. Don't know why that matters, Star Wars. <laughs> I gotta go fast. Um, fun fact: <laughs> the brain is the most caloric dense part of the body. The most i mean i love i love uh, uh body <laughs> health fun facts with meg yeah so eat that first is that what you're saying mm-hmm. okay is that why zombies eat brains it is <laughs> i think so no, I, think no I, think, I think it's i think it's a metaphorical <laughs> reason for zombies eating brains it's yeah not even a millisecond of hesitation <laughs> it is <laughs> i could also use a brain right now not in the zombie sense and like never mind so, yes need another brain to help out yeah, I could use, yeah. we're I all doing so well guys if i could have a secondary brain that i could like plug into sometimes that'd be rad i mean if that was a thing though uh, uh capitalism would just adjust accordingly so it's no you don't that. i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't mind a module that i could plug in and be like, now you can multitask. You know, that'd be nice. I will never. I, will I just, never. can I just take my brain out? I think that'd be Oh, nice. sometimes I do I want think... to scoop it out and like hold it out into the rain and let it like rinse off in the cool, cool water. I, I genuinely think that all my mental illnesses would be solved by me taking out my brain and blowing on it like a Nintendo cartridge and putting yeah. it in. Yeah. I genuinely thought what I said was going to be more relatable to you all. And then you <laughs> stared at me like I was a freak. So now, okay. I think it was the... I, I, I said I'd blow my brain like a Nintendo image. cartridge. I, you know what? No, I understand because sometimes I just need to soak, right? Yeah. And so like sometimes your brain just would can need I get a nice like, rinse. You can, know? I get yeah. like, can I get like Epsom salts for my brain? <laughs> <laughs> I just sometimes so loosen up some of the things. Like though, like truly, I really like this apartment. But the worst thing about this apartment is I no longer have a bathtub that can be like I can soak in, and like I hate it. I there are so many times where I'm like I feel dried out, and then I just take a spray bottle and just spritz, got to spritz down. Um, you, it's ju- it's just the the sea goddess inside of you. Yeah, and I'm like I am parched. <laughs> <laughs> but like physically but like outside outwardly so like yeah your brain needs a rinse sometimes <laughs> i guess i believe for this question we should give everyone a glistening whatever their support creature was yeah yeah that's what everyone deserves you get a glistening gl- <laughs> you get a glistening Bor- bormar monk oh yeah, except for dinner leader who gets a glistening pair of headphones so that maybe he'll finally listening to our podcast for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will take the glistening asteroid because I want that. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep that for ourselves. <laughs> split it five ways. It did I tell it? Did I tell you? I don't need the asteroid. Anymore. No, it's did my asteroid. I already claimed it. Yeah, okay, I fine. I don't need it. Did I tell I'm you? Like, did it. you see the remote control asteroid I made a few years ago? Yes. 
Yes. I feel like that, yes. I, that I make- lost at a convention. <gasps> Somebody stole it. <laughs> yeah, I, those are very two very different things. Someone stole <laughs> it at a convention. It's either I lost it or someone stole it's either I completely forgot about its existence and left it there, but I think somebody stole it. Yeah, it seems more likely that someone stole it. Yeah, mm. unfortunately. Can't trust them nerds at a con. Convention goers. <laughs> Fucking nerds. The nerds. true scum of the galaxy. Who would ever do that? Really the worst. Anyways, yeah, come to our live show go to next convention. year. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, in Europe. Yeah, in Europe. Europe. Going to go to Europe. What if Lucasfilm pays for our pl- flights? Okay, in that fantasy land, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, if we, if you I don't trust Lucasfilm. it. They're going to bring that yeah, plane down. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we get rid of Rogue Quadrant. No, they're they're gonna be like, we it. need their ideas. Otherwise, we don't have new content. We have to get them out of celebration. True. If they killed us, where would they get the new ideas from? One-way ticket to the Bermuda I'm just Triangle. imagining Lucasfilm yeah. being like, yeah, you all meet up in this place and fly across the country. Or They're crashing the plane. Together. They're yeah. crashing it. It's going to be the weird that there's only five people on this entire flight. It's like a shitty cargo plane. <laughs> it's going to be labeled as pilot error and we're all just going to be gone. We like peek in the cockpit and it's just C-3PO sitting in the front no! seat. No! <laughs> it's also just Anthony Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take care of two birds with, with one stone. With like 70 copies of the, the cargo is actually just all of the books. All of the all Sorry, of the you, you can't check it back today because the cargo hold is entirely full. <laughs> Anthony Daniels biography. <laughs> Oh, oh, we're bad. So yeah, Lucasfilm got money. <laughs> yeah, that was the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, the moral of the story is <laughs> Lucasfilm should fly us places. I think it would be great for their publicity because you know they don't have a huge audience, and we do. Yeah, so true. We we've really mastered listener engagement with such illuminating questions as. He for you. <laughs> I got this. If I got dressed, what would he wear? <laughs> um, the same outfit. The like the it maybe washed. Maybe switch to a brown shirt instead of a white shirt. I don't know. Oof. Um. Oh. I mean, I'm 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 back to that red Millennium Falcon T-shirt again. <laughs> Han wearing a Millennium Falcon T-shirt is so douchey. I cannot. He would though. The Millennium Falcon T-shirt that like every white dude I've ever met owns. Yeah, that, yeah, one. that one. The red He's one. Gonna wear the cross section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, I had that shirt. My dad. For a while. Had- my dad had that shirt and he's me like, too i had to turn it in when i when i transitioned <laughs> and, yeah. along, along with the zelda the green zelda shirt yeah, the that, zelda was one of the, that was one of the things i had to give up i was about to say han's gonna wear that green zelda shirt fuck that um maybe like a hot dog suit <laughs> He's that meme. <laughs> We're all trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> uh, I think Han would basically 
like he he would be um i don't fucking know his name <laughs> um, han no no not han <laughs> i know han's oh yeah Han would, if he was forced to leave the house and he's being a real bitch about it, I think he would dress up as the dude from the Big Lebowski. (laughs) If if we're we're talking modern AU Han Solo, that's absolutely what he would fucking look like. His fucking bathrobe and his sunglasses. God. That's perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) I was like... I know his name is not the Big Lebowski. You know the movie the So I wanted to say the Lebowski, but I knew that was wrong. I wanted to say it so bad. The Big Lebowski himself. <laughs> I really wanted to say it. I knew it was wrong though. Oh boy. What if you dress up like a jockey? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just think that would be really fun. I think he would look Is very he riding Chewbacca? Like <laughs> I just think that'd be neat. <laughs> I think it would be funny. I mean, I've definitely read that fanfic, so. I mean, that fanfic's out there, yeah, but. Jockey? <laughs> No, Han no, riding no, no. Chewbacca. Oh, I was really thinking about a jockey. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> nope, those are different. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's not the kind of jockey I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh. I don't know, maybe he's got to write the Proust or something. Maybe. <laughs> Which requires a jockey outfit. Yeah, they gotta dress up properly for or else the purse gets pissed off. It's true. Now I'm just imagining Han Solo, but he's five feet tall because all jockeys are really short. Yeah. I think five feet tall is kind of tall for a jockey. Yeah, jockeys aren't known to be Han Solo height, I feel. Anyway. I think Han would dress in a like a proper like an actual wedding suit. It would just be the worst fitting suit you've ever seen in your life because he went to get it from men's warehouse last second. He forgot. Oh, buddy. Two suits for $20. And he's like, yeah. oh, this is a great it's like, deal. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's the ripping. Worst fitting suit. Yeah. Like sleeves too short, pants too long. Just all of it missing buttons oh yeah the pants like the the, the hymns are grazing the ground yeah oh <gasps> just Come let on. lando dress you put put your toxic masculinity aside and let lando dress you just wear a cape man it's cool god i will say though han solo would look fucking stupid with a cape <laughs> he would look dumb as hell with a cape but i want to see it maybe we don't know we'll never see because han won't let us have anything <laughs> this is han's well, fault <laughs> i scrolled down one page looking at jockey uniforms and found inflation art so that's the end of this oh, um, God. <laughs> so builders, you can that's always the way isn't it <laughs> i'm just looking at jockey uniforms why this is not the way that's that's me looking at pictures of sonic the hedgehog when i was 10 oh <laughs> yeah we've all been there um Answer this week's listener question on Twitter as long as it lasts. 
uh, at Rogue Podron. I almost said our YouTube. We don't have a YouTube. We <laughs> our website is roguepodron.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. <laughs> you can subscribe to our Patreon, get early episodes, uh, join our Discord, do some other stuff, help us along the way to our goals. Um, roguepodron. Nope, that's not it. Patreon.com slash roguepodron. I definitely know where we exist online. Uh, and we're on all of the podcatchers, except some of them probably. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, at Rogue Quadrant. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, my sorry. That, that inflation art threw me off so bad. <laughs> All of our brains are now in jars. With the we're Rogue Quadrant. Wherever, wherever you want to find us, if Rogue Quadrant's there, that's probably us. If they're not there, that then we're not there. <laughs> it might not be us. Then that's not us. <laughs> Oh, people are gonna start renaming their Twitter accounts Rogue Podder just to confuse people. I don't think no, they'll they get will. banned. <laughs> they'll get banned. I don't, I don't it's illegal. That. We're not verified. All of our all of our fans, this is your homework for this week. Change your Twitter name to Rogue Podron. Oh, please don't. <laughs> show your true loyalty. Don't do it. Don't do it. You know the best way to show your true loyalty is to give us a review on iTunes. Yeah. Thank you. Great. Oh, great segue. Oh, next week. (laughs) Next time. Two princess, two scoundrel. Chapters 43 through 48. There are three episodes left of this book. There's so many chapters in this book. There are so many chapters in this book. Wait, how many episodes has this? Has this? A million. Did you say there's three more episodes of this book? Yes. Yes. So we had a shorter, we had shorter seasons. (laughs) <laughs> with alphabet squadron yeah i mean by length of time no but by number of episodes True. yes yeah <laughs> we yeah podcast roughly the same amount of time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah that's fair oh boy uh and with that this is rogue podrin signing off pash out Fish, 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 fish. Oh, God, I want sushi now. (laughs) See, this is my problematic trait. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Do you remember my tweet <laughs> where I said that Chef Boyardee You're gonna have was to be more sp- into MILFs? <laughs> who Chef Boyardee what? Chef Boyardee was specifically into MILFs. Um, and like that's why he created his his canned pasta line was so that like moms didn't have to rush home to feed their kids. They just had Chef Boyardee. <laughs> so then the moms so could also have... Him? Is that the idea? Yes! I think Chef Boardee is himself a gilf. So it's not, is it a milf if it's like age appropriate? Yeah, it's still, it's still, it's, it's, it, the age gap doesn't, doesn't matter. Because I, think it, like, I think that just makes it an, an ilf, an individual I'd like to fuck. I mean, if you have kids, then. Or I mean, you're still a mom. You're still a mom. <laughs> a hilf? What does what the H stand for, Danny? What does the H stand for? Well, what human? do you think it stands for? Yeah, human. <laughs>
oh no i don't like this i was like surely they're not about to say ho i'd like to fuck that's where my brain went could be could be i i will never forget one of the best lines of poor mistranslation in a stardew valley or not stardew valley harvest moon game was talking to one of the like romanceable male bachelors and then saying i hate living in a town that has more hoes than people I still think about that every goddamn day. You don't consider them people. A hose is not a people. (laughs) Oh, boy. And I was like, the English localizers knew what the fuck they were doing. They knew what they were doing. Those localizers absolutely They do. Those games go through so many rounds. Like, they know. It's never an accident. 